Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we'll be looking at a different bird, and this week we'll be looking at a bird that often goes unnoticed, the wonderful spotted flycatcher. These charming long-distant migrants from southern Africa are only on air shores for between May and August, but if you're lucky enough to have one visit your garden, they're among the most fascinating birds to watch. They're not called flycatchers for nothing, and rather like a kingfisher that picks a favourite spot from which to hunt fish, the spotted flycatcher chooses a perch from which it darts into the air, twisting, turning and hovering until it has plucked an insect out of nowhere, before returning to its perch once more. During the breeding season, virtually the only time the bird spends in this country, the spotted flycatcher is able to keep several insects in its bill at any one time, giving you plenty of time to watch its aerial acrobatics. Although insects form the main part of the spotted flycatcher's diet, during bad weather, when insects stay low, it will either try to grab them on the ground, or even turn to berries and sometimes, although it's rare, they can occasionally be tempted to bird tables with the right type of food. Foods like Peter and Paul mealworm mix. So is one likely to visit you? They are most commonly found in East Anglia where they are suited to large lawns, trees and open spaces. Although their entire range covers most of Britain, apart from the northeast of Scotland. Ivy provides one of the favourite nesting sites. So if you have a large lawn, a pond to encourage insects and ivy covered walls, you may entice the breeding pair. No one could pretend that the spotted flycatcher has a distinctive plumage. They are a mossy grey-brown with a white freckled chest and have slightly streaked plumage on the top of their head, which isn't really much to go on. Its posture, however, is. An alert bird, it rests on its perch in a very upright position, unlike the many members of the warbler family with which it could easily be confused with at a distance. It also tends to return to the same perch after every hunting sortie and its habit has earned the species the local name of post-bird. Male and female birds are similar in appearance, and the name spotted is somewhat misplaced, as it's only the juvenile birds to which this applies, having pale spots on the upper parts. As well as looking plain, the spotted flycatcher's song is pretty unremarkable. It's a squeaky, mostly unmelodic, and very soft. It's been likened to the noise made by a squeaky wheelbarrow, namely a repeated zee zee. The squeaky part of the song is part of a territorial defence, and the more musical sequence are aimed at potential mates.
Spotted flycatchers will build a nest in any convenient place, be it natural or man-made, as long as it is sheltered. This might be a creeper's or tree trunk, in the rafters of a shed, or even within the abandoned nests of other bird species. They are regular users of open-fronted nest boxes, like the ones used for robins. Both partners build the nest, which is a loose cup-shaped structure comprising of twigs, plant stems and roots lined with fine hairs and feathers. The clutch of four to six eggs is mostly incubated by the hen bird for up to 14 days. The brood is then fed in the nest by both parents for up to 16 days. It has been estimated that the daily consumption of flies by a brood of spotted flycatchers can be as high as 500, which means that the parent birds are constantly hunting and darting back to the nest with their catch. The young birds are dependent on their parents for up to a further 30 days. Given the short time that spotted flycatchers stay at their breeding grounds before migrating south again, the young birds must grow quickly. Despite the pressure of time, it is sometimes possible for a second brood to be raised if conditions are favourable. The success of a second clutch is increased by the fewer eggs being laid, meaning less mouth to fill. These birds do not forget a good nesting place, such as a hole in the wall or ledge, and if you have such a place in your garden, they will return year after year. Spotted flycatchers are for the most part insectivorous, and prefer larger flying insects, including flies and butterflies. However, if the weather is cool and insects aren't flying, they will take smaller invertebrates from leaves and branches. In order to reduce the chances of their invertebrate prey escaping, spotted flycatchers have a series of modified feathers, like bristles down the side of the bill. They also have adapted to catch stinging insects. They rub the sting ends on the prey to remove it, making the prey safe to eat. Spotted flycatchers will very rarely eat food put out for them, and being insect eaters, the only food that is likely to whet their appetite is Peter and Paul mealworm mix, and live or dried mealworms. Now mealworm mix can be fed all year round. For insect eating birds like wrens, pied wagtails, starlings, and spotted flycatchers, it's brilliant. But this mix comes into its own at a certain time of the year, the breeding season. From early spring to midsummer, when baby birds are on the nest, or when they have just left the nest, they require protein-rich food. And as mealworm mix is bursting with dried mealworms, sunflower hearts, pinhead oatmeal, and finely chopped peanut granules, that's just what it provides. This mix is ideal for table and ground feeding, and if you're worried about the baby birds in your garden, or someone that regularly puts out a single straight food in your garden, say peanuts, try a bag of mealworm mix during the next breeding season. You'll see more birds in your garden, and you can be proud that your efforts have probably helped dozens of baby birds, and we all want to give youngsters the very best start in life, don't we? Like all Peter and Paul seed mixes, mealworm mix has added Nutravio, a natural seed coating which is not only a fantastic energy source, but also inhibits bacterial growth, so can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, like Salmonella and E. coli. It has also been created to provide your garden birds with a more complete style of meal, and that distinction could be the difference between birds just surviving in your garden and thriving. Despite Peter and Paul mealworm mix being a wonderful food for spotted flycatchers, the best way to attract them to your garden is by planting flowers and other plants that attract flying insects. And remember that they will readily occupy open-fronted nest boxes. 
They are one of the latest migrants to reach us, with a few trickling into the country from late April and most arriving in mid-May. The spotted flycatcher is a red-listed bird of high conservation concern. Due to its rapid and consistent population decline, with an 89% decrease between 1967 and 2012, Evidence suggests that this is due to poor annual survival rates of first-year birds, but conditions in their wintering grounds in Africa may also have contributed to their decline. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after spotted flycatchers and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best food available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul Wild Bird Foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at spotted flycatchers. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.